Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am extremely excited tonight as we have this unbelievably talented singer-songwriter. She is a jazz pop artist named Haley Loren, and I absolutely love her name. Her name has star quality to me written all over it. Um, She'll be coming on in a moment, and we're going to listen to two of her amazing singles tonight off of her album Heart First, which we'll be promoting, along with all the other amazing stuff that this woman has been doing on her musical journey, and she's had so many different placements with her music, and uh, she's done some amazing stuff, and she has three albums out, so we'll get into more about who she is in a moment. Um, If you're tuning in tonight, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com, and you can also feel free to call in at 805-243-1320. I have all the information in the chat room. Um, Unfortunately, I'm a one-person show, so if you do have any questions, you can post them in the chat room. I'll try to get to them. Uh, but feel free to call in. Um, I'd love to hear from you, and I'm sure Haley would love to hear from you, too. So if you're tuning into my show for the first time, I always like to give a brief background on myself and the concept of this show. I started it about a year ago with uh, the concept in mind of really creating a forum where I could bring people on in the entertainment industry to support and promote them. A little bit about myself. I have a doctorate degree in clinical psychology, and uh, that's what I do my full-time career. I'm involved in uh, forensics and clinical psychology. But my other passion really is the entertainment industry. Um, I'm also a singer-songwriter with an album out as a solo artist, and it's more predominantly uh, pop rock slash alternative rock. Um, I write for some magazines where I combine um, psychological concepts and marketing and advertising as a means to help people uh, look for different ways to promote themselves. And then recently I created this radio show. So I know as an independent artist um, and doing everything on my own how difficult it can be for people. So I really wanted to uh, create this show because I value people in the entertainment industry and uh, bring them on to support them. So let me tell you a little bit about um, Haley in a moment. Uh, two other things to please keep in mind. I do want my guests to go down to earth on my show, to be able to talk about whatever they like. I'm a huge fan of comedy. Um, I like people to include some funny stories and entertaining stories. But I do request that um, anything people talk about to just keep any names of persons, organizations, et cetera, anonymous, because the show isn't meant to personally embarrass anyone. But I do want people to have fun on the show. And the second thing is that although I am a psychologist, um, the show is not meant to provide any therapy or treatment. It's it's purely for entertainment purposes. So that is a little bit about the show. So uh, a little bit about Haley, and then we're going to bring her on. I'm just going to give a couple of highlights because her bio is amazing, and uh, there's so many just you know awesome things about who she is and what she's done. So um, we're going to talk tonight about she is from the remote island of Alaska, and uh, she's been doing music for a long time now. In 2000, she earned first place in the Austin Songwriters Contest for three of her songs, which were in the country, singer-songwriter, and jazz categories. Um, she also took the award in songwriting for the John Lennon Songwriting Contest and also the Billboard World Song Contest. 
she has three albums out, I think, right now. She might even have more. Um, one of them is They Ought to Write a Song, and that one won the JPF Award for Best Vocal Jazz Album. And by 2010, um, it had opened her up for distribution in Asia uh, through another entertainment company, and it became Japan's number two selling jazz CD of the year. So that was followed by um, another CD that she put out called After Dark, and uh, that one has also placed in uh, 2010's top three three independent albums through Wildbee's music blog, World Blog, and uh, sorry, guys, long day. I work a full-time eight-hour job. And her newest CD, which is just phenomenal, I listen to it uh, nonstop. It's called Heart First. It was released in Asia in late 2011, and uh, it immediately flew to the top of the charts um, and reached number one on iTunes with the Japan Jazz Charts, and then several weeks later it continued to stay there. So I don't want to give too much more away because she's going to talk all about herself and her musical journey. So let's bring her on the air. To check her out, please go to HaleyLoren.com, and that's H-A-L-I-E-L-O-R-E-N.com. Hey, Haley, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you, Carrie? Good, good. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to the show, and it's going to be an amazing interview, and I'm just uh, delighted to have you on. I'm delighted to be speaking with you, that is for sure. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. And let me tell people a little bit about it. I'd like to, you know, if I have any personal, you know, appropriate stories uh, about my guests. Haley had contacted me after she had learned about some of the um, writing I was doing for Talent Spotlight magazine. And I was also featured as an artist, and so was she. So she had uh, reached out to me after she learned about me through them. And it's just a pleasure to uh, connect with her and uh, have her on the show. Yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's, it's so it's interesting. I love that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, you are, too. I mean, your emails have been great. Um, and another here compliment for you is, oh, you are just such a pleasure. You're so grateful and thankful, and I just I love seeing that in people because, like I was saying in the introduction, I know how hard it can be as an artist. And, unfortunately, you know, I've had the gamut of all types of people on my show, and, you know, unfortunately mm-hmm. some people never say thank you, and that means the world to me, how it truly just hearing people say thank you and how much they appreciate someone doing something for them is just awesome. Yes, it's not. It's never too much. <laughs> That's for sure. Never can. Definitely. Be too much. No, absolutely not. So, why don't we start a little bit about um, just tell them a little bit about yourself, your background, where you grew up? I think that would be really interesting to kind of start the forum for the show. Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, I um, I grew up in Alaska. I think you already mentioned that at the beginning of the show, but um, I moved there when I was two weeks old, and um. I lived on a boat for the first year of my life. Really? <laughs> Docked in the harbor. I did, yes. Well, my whole family, not just me, obviously. Wow. But, okay. Um, yeah. Well, kind I of, give us a little bit of information like that. I want to make my show, you know, <laughs> going to be all about you. No, no, it'll be about you and the music, but sometimes I have a tendency to and I, this might yeah. be my psychological background and my, my business background. I can be a little, you know, sure. self-interested in more of the business aspect. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, okay, well, what I don't was really it? remember much about that, but... <laughs> well, what your but, parents, um, I know you don't remember, but what your parents might have shared with you. Right. Well, I, we were, uh, my, my dad was building um, a house in Haines, Alaska for that first year of us living there, and so we were living on this boat, Dr. the Harbor, 
which I'm sure was quite an adventure for everyone, my mom and my sister and me and my dad, of course. And um, then um, my dad built this beautiful house from the ground up, and we lived in that for four years um, in Haines. And then um, we moved to an island called Sitka, which is in the southeast. Okay. Um, which is uh, mostly known for its, its fishing. It's got amazing fishing and its tourism. It, it, uh, it's a really, like, there's a lot of tourism there. It's such, such a beautiful place. People just flock to it um, in the summer months. And um, that's where I lived until I was 13. And I, there were, of course, many adventures. And living in Alaska, it's kind of hard to live without having lots of adventures. Right, right. Tell um, us about, feel free to give us an adventure. What's one of the you know, most yeah. uh, infamous adventures you can remember? Well, let's see. Um, there are lots of them, but I, I, I think <laughs> one of the, the more memorable things that I remember doing was um, was a, a kayaking trip with my dad when I was, I think, 11 or 12, um, where we just, it was he and I in a sea kayak, and we just, we, we spent like 12 hours or something rowing around all these islands and seeing all the bears and things um, on the islands wow. around our town and, and um, getting out and, and, you know, getting on a remote island to eat lunch and all these things that are sort of like, that didn't seem that big of a deal at the time, although it was really fun. But now I look back and I think, wow, that was a really, that was a really unique kind of experience. Um, and, and where we lived, I mean, we would see, it was right on the ocean, so I would see whales every day. And I'd go down and I'd, I'd swim in the ocean and, and go fishing. And that was like my summer was fishing and swimming in the ocean and watching whales and um, and swimming um, competitively, too. I was a competitive swimmer. Oh, really? So I got yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very cool. How long so, did you do that for? Um, I was a competitive swimmer for seven years, from age seven to age 14. Um, okay. And there's not, there's not a lot of... Um, like some of the sports that are more popular in the lower 48 states, um, like football and soccer and such, it's in baseball. It's harder to do those things in in, in Southeast Alaska. All those people still do them, um, mm-hmm. but it rains like 320 days a year. And so wow! <laughs> oh my god! Swimming was a great sport <laughs> for that area because <laughs> you're inside and you're in the pool and it doesn't matter right. what temperature it is outside. <laughs> oh, that's funny! Oh yeah. my gosh! I loved it. I did, but um, I had to. So, do like it. you said, uh, I guess I you could only it. you could only take it to a certain, you know, I guess level unless you wanted to move or reside somewhere else to pursue it. You know what I mean? At another um, level, competitively. It wasn't that actually. I continued it. I continued swimming until I moved to Oregon, which was when I was thirteen. Um, okay. I had a shoulder injury when I was fourteen that Ooh. basically ended my swimming career. So, um, but it was all meant. It was meant to be. I totally am a believer in in like things being you know meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and when when they happen for reasons that aren't always apparent at the time. So um, it made it so that I had so much more time to focus on music, and that was also the year I turned professional with my music. So, okay. Wow. Um, it all worked out really well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's really interesting. Thank you for for sharing that. Absolutely. So I guess why don't you then transition into you moved to Oregon. You're around. You said 13 years old. And yeah. um, were you doing music 
prior to that or just dabbling a little bit before you really started to solidly get into it? Um, well, I would say that music has been um, my passion and my obsession for all intents and purposes. Um, okay. For my whole life, I've been singing since I was too young to even remember. My parents tell stories about, you know, discovering that I could sing at age three or four and um, just kind of marveling at where, where did this come from. Because neither, neither of my parents or most of my family is um, musical. So it was sort of this oddity, I guess. Okay. Um, but I just always loved doing it. And I, I started performing in front of people, um, a limited scale, of course, because I was in a small town in Alaska and um, not a ton of, you know, performing arts um, opportunities compared to other places in, in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. When I was about 10 years old, and I performed more and more often as I got older, and um, by the time I moved to Oregon, it was pretty clear to me that I really wanted to pursue it as a career, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just doing it for my own pleasure, which was part of it as well, of course. But um, And so that's what I did. I, I, I was surrounded by lots of opportunities when I moved to Oregon, and um, the rest was sort of just wrote itself. Wow. So when you're 13 years old, did your parents, like, help you out in terms of, because this isn't an age where you can be, you know, driving and making contacts and trying to, so just, yeah, I think that's really interesting. Give us a little background in terms of, you know, how did you start to transition into the level that you're at today where you're doing, you know, so many amazing things and, um yeah, give us a little bit of background in terms sure, of how you kind of, of launched your career. Well, it was definitely with a lot of support from not mm-hmm. only my parents, who are still to this day just amazingly supportive people in, in all ways with my career and in general. Um, I'm very lucky in that in that sense. And um, But there's also this whole community of people that um, – has grown and grown, of course, throughout the years and throughout my travels and such to be more than more than just a, a single um, area group of people, but people all around the world that um, have become part of this community of mine. Um, that really, um, the support really fostered my growth at a very early age. There were a lot of people who believed in me, including my family, Mm-hmm. Um, enough to give me opportunities to play at shows with other you know, professional musicians um, from age 13 onward, um, and um, and a lot of, um, of course, a lot of <laughs> patience and, uh, like you said, driving time for my, my mm-hmm. mom and my dad, because um, a lot of a lot of the shows uh, would be touring shows around the the Northwest. So wow. it was sort of a family commitment um, as much as it was a personal one. So that was really amazing. And, you know, if if I hadn't have had that support, I don't know exactly what the trajectory would have been. But sure. um, I, I'm sure glad I did have it. And then, you know, I moved to um, I moved to Nashville when I was just out of high school when I was 17. And uh, that was another big jump. That was a, a leap into another realm of um, the music world for me. And um, I quickly um, was gifted with this large community of people who were really supportive of me, uh, wrote with wrote songs with me, 
um, collaborated with me in all kinds of ways, sort of fostered this new stage of growth for me as a songwriter, as an artist, as a person. I was really coming in, coming of age at that age, and um, that was really incredible too. That's there amazing. Of people I could name. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. I mean, and feel free to name people if you want, but I don't want you to feel like, oh gosh, if you leave someone out, you don't want to feel bad, or you know what I mean. <laughs> so yeah, feel there free. Are you can plug. There are lots of them. Yeah, you can plug whoever you want. That's that's totally fine. Just to digress a little bit, when um, so in addition to, of course, being a phenomenal singer with just an amazing voice, do you play instruments too? I play the piano. Yeah. Um, okay. I I wouldn't say I'm f- phenomenally um, skilled at piano, but it's mm-hmm. I'm I'm um, good enough to to be able to write songs with the piano, and I do perform solo with piano. Um, but a lot of the music that I do is is more jazz oriented these sure. days, um, and so that kind of requires another level of of playing skills that I I don't know maybe I'm just being hard on myself but I don't think I've really acquired them over the years. I'm not a trained pianist. I just sort of um, play by ear entirely. So wow, um, okay. So you taught yourself really everything? Like, yeah. I'm sorry. You you pretty much taught yourself everything with the piano? Yes. Everything, well, nice. piano and vocal, music entirely has been this organic, um, creative pursuit of mine. There's never been any kind of schooling involved, um, for better or worse, you know. Um, that's, it's sort of just been always, um, me and my, my ear, um, kind of wow. making our way through this musical world. No, I mean, and, and just as, out of curiosity, as you continue to progress and, you know, get to higher levels, did, was anyone ever like you have to take vocal lessons or we want you to fine tune this or no, you just were able to pretty much do what, what you continued to do in the past? Um, you know, everybody has an opinion. Sure. Always. <laughs> and um especially as a young person, you know, people really really want to um to express the the kind of support that they feel is the best kind of support. Um at least in most cases, I think it, it's offered as support. But um, I, um, for the most part, I've always had the, I guess, the the, the mature, the vocal maturity to um, kind of be able to to um, do self correction, um, mm-hmm. and really, I can really, I have an ear that can pick up on a lot of really intricate nuances, and so. Um, I could always hear if I if I if I wasn't feeling what's quite right with my voice, I could always hear what I wanted it to be, and I would just kind of figure it out until I got there. Um, cool. It's always sort of my way of doing it until I really found my voice, and now it's you know it's always been really comfortable, but now it's just totally it's so second nature. Um, I just I have a certain way of of um, of approaching a song that feels really natural to me, and I just kind of go with that instinct. And awesome. Usually, usually <laughs> it works for me at least. You know, it works for me. No, um, that's great. That's great that, like you said, you can kind of self-correct yourself and hear the nuances. So that's that's awesome. And like you said, that is an organic thing, and it's not something that comes naturally to everyone. So I think that's really cool that you have that ability to do that. It's really cool. I feel so lucky. I feel so lucky. It's it's really so lovely to just kind of be able to take it anywhere, take the the instrument that I have um, mm-hmm. anywhere with me and sort of um, um, it's, it's an all, 
all package deals sort of thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I just really like the freedom of it. It's so great. It's so great. That to is great. That's really great. Really Why don't we? Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Why don't we do this? Why don't we um, let's talk about one of your songs, and then we're going to come back and, of course, talk about more of your current album that you're promoting, as well as yeah. you can give us some information about your past albums, so people can check out all the amazing music that you have. So, um, yeah, tell us absolutely. a little bit about um, A Woman's Way, which is one of the singles we're going to play off of your album, Heart First. And uh, tell us a little bit about that song and what that, that song means to you and the concept of it, and then we'll check it out. Sure. Well, um, it's an original song that I wrote last summer um, as I was creating um, the, al- the, the, the album Heart First, which is my new CD. Um, in, in the studio with, with Matt Fredder, my co-producer and piano player, and um, the, the rest of our band, I was sort of the song was still sort of gelling at that time, but um, it ended up coming together just in time to be on the album, which I was really thrilled about. Um, this song was sort of inspired by a lot of things. It, it's um, not 100% personal, but uh, it certainly <laughs> has personal elements in it. It always they always do, you know. But sure. It's, Sort of about a, um, um, this character, this woman, um, finding um, her own way through through life, whether or not it's sort of a, an empowering song, I guess, about mm-hmm. um, feeling it out for yourself and deciding what your own path should be. And um, when it feels right, you'll know it, and when it isn't, you know, don't compromise <laughs> for less. Kind of thing, and and it also it also has a bit of a, a feeling of um of this this restless spirit, this traveling woman, um, whether she's a musician, and I can totally relate to that as an artist, you know, as a touring musician, um, or in a more um, um in a more figurative sense. Either way, but it's called Ooh. the Woman's Way, and I and the 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 accordion on this one is really um. A, Fantastic touch that um, Sergei Teleshev, who who was a guest artist on this album, played that I just thought was so so um, s- such a great feeling for the song. It really set the mood in the perfect way, and I, I just love that. So I want to give him that shout out, Sergei Teleshev, on Absolutely. along with our band. Nice, and we'll talk about when you get back. I definitely want you to plug your band members and you know yeah. tell us a little bit about them. So absolutely, okay. So what? I'll do is I'll put you on hold and we'll check out the song and then I'll do a couple of quick uh, commercials when I get back and then we'll we'll get back to the interview. Sounds perfect. All right, thanks, Haley. Hold on. Thank you. All right, everyone. Again, you are listening to the amazing jazz slash pop singer-songwriter Haley Loren, and we're going to check out her song, A Woman's Way. This is off of her album, Heart First. Please check it out on iTunes. She also, as I mentioned, has several other albums out, and when we come back, we'll talk more about that. Check out the song right now, A Woman's Way. I 
everyone welcome back to the Carrie Edelman show and that was the amazing song a woman's way by Haley Loren beautiful voice just uh, utterly breathtaking uh, if I could say so myself and please check her out at HaleyLoren.com and be sure to check out her music and download it on iTunes and I'm sure she's on all other digital sites I want to give a quick shout out to a couple of people that I support and are also uh, supporters of the show first I want to say uh, shout out to iRockTV.co. This is an amazing site. They are all about independent artists and bands, and they're going to be launching some other stuff. You could check them out at iRock, and that's the letter I, rock, and then TV.co. 
So please check them out. And if Haley wants to check them out, maybe she could get her uh, music with them too. We also want to give a shout-out to Flirt Energy Drink. And this is an energy drink that is specifically formulated for the female athlete. So all you female athletes out there, check them out at flirtdrink.com. And, again, I want to thank them for featuring my single, Vanilla Skies, which is one of the more pop rock-oriented songs off of my album, uh, Leave It All Behind, as the song to promote their product. And uh, last but not least for now, Davin's Den. If you're a fan of comedy, uh, check out this uh, amazing show. It's a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Pip Helix. So if you're looking for a show that can make you think and laugh at the same time, Davin's Den is the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. To watch live episodes, hear or watch old episodes, or to find out more about the show, go to Davin's Den page on davincomedy.com, and that's spelled D-A-V-I-N, comedy.com. So let's bring Haley back on now. All right, Haley, you're back. I'm back. Hi. You're back. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that song is just so beautiful. Really beautiful. Thank you. Do you have any place? Do you have any specific placements with that song? In terms of like, yeah, like a film, a commercial. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can just hear it. I can hear it in like a variety of places. Well, maybe maybe someone's listening who thinks of a good thing <laughs> for it. But um, I don't I don't know. Um, as far as I I I don't really know a hundred percent. One of the beautiful things that has happened in the last year, um, well, a couple of years has been um, that I have been um, signed to uh, a couple of distribution deals, one in Asia with GBC Victor Entertainment, and then um, that was two years ago. Um, and then more recently, I was signed to a similar kind of another distribution deal for the rest of the world with Justin Time Records, in nice. Ca- um, based in Montreal, Canada. Um, and I have um, two managers that I'm now working with, Jim West through Wild West Management and Keith Altamir uh, with Music Marketing Management. So a lot of these things that, um, as, as as you know and as I know, as a DIY artist um, that I always used to have to do is, and think about entirely by myself, um, mm-hmm. I now have a wonderful team of people who are supporting me and helping me get out there in the world. And so, you know, if they have anything in development, it, it could be. <laughs> but I'm sort of... Um, I'm sort of given this creative um, freedom as to awesome. be focus on other things more often um, nowadays. So, um, yeah, so I'll have to ask them, but cool, no. cool. <laughs> no, and I think that's, no, that's, that's awesome. But I think it's so cool how you said, you know, you're, you're finally developing, like, your team of people and people that you want to work with that are giving you the creative freedom. And how did you go about doing that? I mean, did was it kind of a two-way street, like you sought some of them out, or did they find you, for example, on the Internet and get in touch with you? How did that work? Sure. Well, it's a, they're all different stories, all very okay. different stories. Um, first, the the first thing that, of course, happened was um, getting signed uh, to distribution deal with JBC Victor in Japan. And the way that that came about, I'm not 100% sure how my music sort of made its way into the public eye in Japan. But um, I know that a distributor, another distributor, started selling a lot of albums to um, to the Japanese market. And so many so that it was charting pretty high on Amazon Japan and all these things. And and it started to get... um, 
um, I think, noticed. And so I actually got con- um, uh, some e- some contact um, mm-hmm. from several different record labels based in Japan. And JVC Victors was one of them, a gentleman by the name of Sumio Jono, who I'm still uh, working very closely with and he's a wonderful person. He he wrote me from JVC Victors saying, you know, that they'd be interested in talking about um, um, nice. working with me. And so that's who I ended up kind of going um, uh, with in Japan, and everything just sort of took off from there. And it's just been this amazing ride. We've gone over there four times to tour in Japan. Um, and then after that, Korea, um, that's happened twice now. We've toured in Korea twice, and then been to Hong Kong wow. and China this, this fall. So there's all kinds of wonderful things bubbling up from um, from from that kind of activity. That's amazing. And just if it's okay, and, and you don't have to, you know, go into details, but would you say that that's predominantly how musicians make an income today is through touring? I think it's really varied. I think okay. that as uh, you know, it's, there are a lot of ways to do it. Um, I think. It takes a little more creativity these days than it mm-hmm. used to because the paradigm's changed a lot. But yeah. I think touring certainly elevates um, music into a, a, a more visible position mm-hmm. when, when you go, you know, when you go visit as a musician to an area. Um, chances are you're probably going to leave that tour with a lot more people knowing your music than you started out, you know, than going in. So. Right. Um, I, and I love, I, I just love traveling, and I love touring, so... Um, That's great. That works out really well. That works out really well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as far as um, as far as the um, the, the um, distribution deal with Just In Time Records, that was actually um, um, uh, my my friend and, and now my co-manager, Keith Altimer, who I've been friends with for a long time and, and working with for quite a while, he um, used to work for several different record companies before he, quote, unquote, retired. And now, of course, he's back. <laughs> he's back in the music business. <laughs> um, that just happens. I think people just kind of like they, they, they can leave for a while, but you can't stay with them. Right. <laughs> you just have to come back. Um, but he um, he he, found, he had a mutual friend who was like, well, what about this just-in-time record? They might be a good fit. And um, we ended up contacting them, and, and sure enough, it's it, it seemed like it was a really great match, and so cool. that's, that's how that happened. They just really liked our, our music, and, um, you know, we, we put a lot of pride and a lot of craftsmanship into our albums. They're not really c- complex as far as production goes. They're actually quite simple and organic, but... Yeah, um, I was going to say that, the, definitely. Yeah, but the performances, though, are what count, and I think exactly. that that's you know that that's no, n- noticed by people who, who notice these things, and that's been really great. That's been really lovely. So that's very cool. yeah, very cool. No, thank you for that's sharing course. that. That's awesome. Of um, course, yeah. So please, um, yeah, I wanted you to. Almost. So that's awesome. That's cool. Um, yeah, definitely give some hugs to your your band members who do a phenomenal job. You know, backing oh, you and and being a part of your project. Yeah. Well, of course, first and foremost, I mentioned him before, but I'll mention him again because he deserves as many as possible. Um, Matt Treader, who um, plays piano on, um, let's see, all 
all but one. Of, I actually have six albums out. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm six sorry. Albums. So no, I apologize. Okay. I said okay. three, no, but it's like no three problem. or more. So I just was reading your bio. So <laughs> sure, sure. I don't. Well, yeah. Yes, yes. Sorry for the confusion on that, but no, it, it's totally <laughs> fine. Um, but he has been my collaborator uh, musically um, as a piano player for let's see, I want to say thirteen years. Um, we've been working together for a really long time. And um, when when I started to delve more into um, making jazz albums, um, which started in 2008, um, he also did a lot of co-production with me. And um, the last couple of CDs, three or, three or four CDs, have been um, fully co- co-produced by he and I. And um, he's just an, he is a, he's also an amazing talent. He's got such a great ear. And um, between the two of us, you know, not a whole lot of stuff gets by. <laughs> gets by us. We catch a lot of things. So it's really great to have him as a co-conspirator. Um, then, of course, uh, there's the bass player, uh, Mark Schneider. We call him Mo. But uh, okay. he has been working with us for eight years now. Um, and we work as a trio a lot when we tour. Um, some places we don't um, always have a full band, but we we'll almost always have a trio. And um, I love the synergy that the three of us have. It's, uh, it's just it's, Mo is such an incredible bass player. He's nice. Rhythm just like goes through his blood. It's just so amazing. But um, and then Brian West, who's on drums on um, all of my albums, actually. And I've known him for about as long as I've known Matt Treader. And um, he he's really versatile. He does a lot of styles. He's not he's not he's not a one style kind of focused drummer. He incorporates a lot of hip hop and Latin beats and all these different. He's really he's he's, he's trained in a lot of things and um, done a lot of kinds of music over the years. All these kinds of styles. Then for this for the new album. Our our core band expanded into including uh, William Sagey Marsh, who plays amazing guitar, and uh, he lives in Portland, so not not entirely local, but almost. Okay. Um, and then and then let's see. There's um, on Heart First. There's um, three, four other solo musicians, which is Sergey Teleship on accordion, um, Rob Birdwell on trumpet and flugelhorn, um, Dale Bradley on cello. And oh, Hank Shreve on harmonica. So we have kind of this interesting cast of characters and different instruments, um, and all are just so great at their craft. And um, yeah, we've had a definitely. lot of other artists on other albums. Um, so there's a long list. So my website actually has um, lists lists who who plays on what um, on the music page. It has sort of like a, a listing of who's featured on each CD. Cool. But, Very yeah, cool. Thank you. Great wow. Tons of people. I mean, it's amazing that you've, like you said, you've built such a great team, and that's. I think that's the key too. I mean, people today, you can have the best music in the world, but if you don't have people that want to cooperate and collaborate, and you know what I mean, kind of do the same thing, yeah. you want to do, it can be it can it's, be difficult. It's hard to manage a ship with one person. <laughs> it really is because it is like this big. You know, it's this. this Absolutely. Really yeah. I mean. And, yeah. Yep. I you work in it. a. I work in corrections. I manage 15 staff, and I don't—I don't know if that's worse or managing four guys in a band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
so, I mean, I they, everything. I have a feeling it's a lot more fun for guys in a band, but I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know we'll, we'll talk off the air. <laughs> okay. Just, yeah, I'm sure you have stories. I'm sure you oh have lots of them. It's like my life's like a Seinfeld episode. It's like a, it's a crazy Seinfeld episode. That um, is awesome. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's great. I'm, I'm so, you know, pleased with everything you're doing and just the amazing journey you're going on and, um, why don't we do this? Let's talk about the next song we're going to play, and then we'll, when we come back, we'll talk about upcoming tours and, and all that good type Wonderful. of stuff so we can uh, get people to uh, check you out. All right? Okay. All right. So great. the next song we have, let me look up my notes here because i got to go through everything. Um, and when I'm looking, what real quick, what are some of your influences artist-wise? Who are some of the people that influence you? Um, it's a long list, of course, but... Pick top, your top five. Nat yeah, <laughs> Nat King Cole, Etta James, um, Sarah McLaughlin, love her. Right. Um, Joni Mitchell. Uh, let's see, uh, Annie Lennox, Patsy Cline, and about fifty other artists. I wow, so, very cool. There for now. Yeah, very diverse too. Very cool. Yeah, very artists. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay, the next single we're going to talk about is. Waiting in Vain, and uh, tell us a little bit about this track that we're going to check out. This is a Bob Marley song that it's, I think, my favorite one that he ever did, and we played this live for a really long time before we ever um, decided to record it. So um, it's just a it's just a really lovely island feeling ballad. I, I just I, I I really love the vibe of this one, and there's really not a whole lot more to say about it. Nice. Cool. Well, I can't wait to check this out with you. So uh, we're going to check it out now, and I'll put you on hold, and then we'll be back. Excellent. All right, thanks. All right, everyone, again, you are listening to the jazz pop singer-songwriter Haley LeBren. If for some reason you're tuning in late, the podcast will be available after the show, so no, uh, no worries. You can download it. You can stream it. It will be available indefinitely, and I highly recommend everyone check it out if you couldn't start uh, listening from the beginning tonight. So as you said, we're going to listen to her version of Waiting in Vain, which is a Bob Marley song. So we'll check this out, and then we'll be back in a moment. I wanna know when you're gonna come 
Welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show, and that was just an amazing version and rendition of Waiting in Vain, which was Haley Loren's cover by Bob Marley, and just phenomenal song. Everyone has to download that. Just brilliant, really brilliant. So let's bring her back on. All right, Haley, you're back on. Just That was amazing. Hi. Thank really you so amazing. Thanks for I really, I love when, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I love when a person can take a cover and just revamp it and make it their own. That is just what's awesome. You know, I hate when people just, you know, oh. just do it the same way that it's been done. 
it's when people can truly just restructure it and uh, just make it so original. So that was great. Thank you so much. Well, that's that's really the whole point for me of doing cover songs is um, to find something new and bring mm-hmm. it out of the song. And that's the fun of it for me um, at this stage in my career. <laughs> I really <laughs> like finding a new, a new road into that song. That's awesome. No, yeah, really, really cool. So, um, so let's see. What, let's uh, share with the audience what you have in uh, store for the future, with in terms of upcoming shows and just things you want to share. Where people can find you, Twitter, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Okay, I can, I can um, definitely give some details. Um, well, <laughs> I'm really excited. Um, in September, at the beginning of September, fourth and fifth, um, we are playing. My my quartet is playing Jazz Alley in Seattle. Washington, um, and that's going to be really exciting. I wanted to put it for a long, long, long time, so it's, it's happening now, which is great. And then, awesome. um, yeah, and then in October, um, I'm going to China for, um, we're doing a private kind of event thing there, but um, uh, then when we return, we're going on a tour into Canada again, which is really great because it's on the heels of a new release, which we've just put out, um, that's a re-release. Um, live album that was recorded in 2009 and released in 2010 originally, but it's been re-released by Just In Time Records this month. It's called Stages, and it's been like number one on kind of iTunes jazz chart, which has been wow. kind of crazy. I, I've just been really thrilled, and 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 I can't wait to go back to Canada. Um, we're going to Toronto. We're playing on October 22nd at um, a Jazz FM sponsored event called uh, at Hughes Room, um, and then that's October 22nd, and then we're, after that, going to Montreal, among other places, to do some shows over that next few days, and cool. um, then there's other tours that are kind of in development at the moment, but um, they have yet to be officially announced, so that those details are always, you know, announced on my website, and space, on a big Facebook Person. So I, I put a lot of things up on Facebook. Um, kind of the first, it's the first line of um, of, um, of your social media communication. <laughs> exactly of, of knowing what I'm up to. So um, Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com/slash/haleyloren-music, and then um, I'm on Twitter. I have a YouTube page, and it's just all you know, Twitter slash Loren, YouTube slash Loren, um, my website haleyloren.com. Um, there's a lot of ways to find stuff there. <laughs> so, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. No, it's just amazing everything you're doing, and uh, it's just been a pleasure having you on and sharing your story and just just this awesome journey that's really going to continue getting better for you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's really fantastic to be on your show as well and to speak with you. And uh, I really am I'm so grateful that you said yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I believe me, Helen, I wish I could give – and I, I try to space it out. I mean, I'm doing one a week. I, I've tried to do two, but it's just, I mean, I work like, you know, 50 to 60 hours a week. Then I'm doing the radio show at night. Then I'm trying to get back into my oh, own my music at some point. I want to start writing again, but that's been put on the back burner. And then I write for magazines. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. So oh, really gosh. Just, well, you know, <laughs> trying to just I think you have a little everything. bit going on. <laughs> You've got a lot on your plate. Yeah, so but thank now, you for finding the time to do this. Oh, absolutely. You're, just, you're an amazing talent. It's my pleasure, and uh, I just wish you much continued success, and please keep in touch with me. Maybe somewhere down the road we can 
bring you back on for a, uh, a follow-up interview and share with the audience what else is going that. on. All right? I'd love that. Thank you so Definitely. much. Definitely. So like I said, the podcast will be available uh, once the show is over, and uh, you and I will keep promoting that and try to get your listens, uh, as many listeners as we can. Absolutely. I, I All right. Hey, you're freaking about that. So, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> so thank you so much again for coming on, Haley, and just much continued uh, success to you. Thank you so much, Carrie, and and I hope all goes well for you, too. It's your music thank career you. and everything else you have going on. <laughs> thank you. And please keep in touch. Thank you. I will. Okay. Thank great. <laughs> awesome. Well, have a great night. You, too. Thank you. Okay. Take care. All right. Bye. All right, everyone. Again, that was just the amazingly talented Haley Loren. Please check her out. Go to HaleyLoren.com. As she said, you can follow her on Twitter. She's on YouTube. She's on Facebook. She's everywhere. So please check her out. Download her music and uh, spread the word about who she is because she's just going to get bigger and bigger. So next week, we're going to change shifts a little bit. I've got a comedian coming on. And his name is R.C. Smith. He is just an amazing comedian. He's very well known as being a warm-up comic. And that's that's a hard gig from what I hear to get. So uh, he's done major shows. I have his uh, bio. Everything is up on my page. I'm sorry I can't get to that right now, but I'm I'm in one window and I can't switch over to the other window. But uh, he'll be on next week, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, and that's going to be next Tuesday which, let me check out the calendar because I I just take it one day at a time at this point in my life. Uh, That's going to be July 31st, so it'll be the last uh, interview of the month for July. So he will be coming on. He's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, please, everyone, just thank you for your support. Check out the podcast. I've had so many amazing guests on this show, Uh, musicians, authors, filmmakers, comedians, and the list just goes on. And I really want to continue to keep the show um, diverse and give opportunities to all different types of persons out there in the entertainment industry. So if you have a Twitter page, uh, follow me, please, at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. Please come become a fan also of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. It has upcoming uh, shows and events. I keep it regularly updated. I also have a musician page under Carrie Edelman on Facebook. Um, two personal pages. My initial page maxed out, so I did create a second personal page. So you can befriend me on that one on Facebook, and I will accept everyone's requests. And lastly, my official website is CarrieEdelman.com. So I'm going to close the show tonight with one of the songs off of my album. It's titled Leave It All Behind. It's available on iTunes and all other major digital sites, and I'm looking forward to the future. I'm looking to get into writing some more harder rock music. That's really where my uh, my passion is, but this is a great album, and uh, please check it out if you like what you hear. So tonight we're going to lead off with, um, let's see, do one of, one of the more pop rock songs. I'm just going into the switchboard here because I have so many different people in here. All right, let's uh, lead off tonight with... Um, Goodbye, and that's one of the uh, singles that's currently on the album being promoted. Thanks so much again, everyone, for tuning in, and have a great night. Mm-hmm.